Hello and welcome to Hitting the High Note. I'm your host, Kevin Kuzak, and tonight I'm joined by a very special guest, all the way from Sweden, David Alexander, better known as Summer Hart. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing very well, thank you. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. So this is your first time in Phoenix, Arizona. How do you like it so far? I really like it so far. I've only been here for a couple of hours though, but what I've seen so far is really cool. It's a beautiful place. It so, is. Yeah. Yeah. So you're playing at the Valley Bar tonight. You're on tour with Boohoo. How's the tour going? It's been going really well. I mean, this is our third week, I think. And uh, yeah, we've been traveling some long distances, <laughs> which has been great. I think we're a great team and we have fun together. And, you know, we've had some great shows and uh, yeah, we're having a good time. Very good. How did you get into music? That's a very good question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, both my parents are musicians actually and uh, when I was a kid uh, and my parents did music I really hated music <laughs> really yeah you know I just wanted to be like everyone else it might sound weird now but I just wanted to be normal whatever that means <laughs> I guess no one is normal but you know that's what I thought when I was a kid and um, you know I just um, hated music and somehow Having parents making music at home, you know, just guitars and instruments lying around everywhere. I just pick up, picked up the guitar and started writing songs. And, um, you know, I guess I, you know, just continued and <laughs> never stopped. <laughs> and it has always been the only thing in my life since then. Just, you know, writing music, playing music and, yeah. It was a bit random, but at the same time, I guess it wasn't that random. So yeah. that's how it all started. I've never, like, I don't know, I've never studied music or anything. I've just, like played <laughs> yeah i don't know <laughs> like in a way it just came natural yeah i guess so yeah although i hated it <laughs> <laughs> so you're from sweden that is correct what part of sweden are you from i'm from the very south from a small town called Hamstad. um yeah in the southwest of sweden that's where i was born and grew up how's the music scene there um i don't know it's not great but um, I guess the most famous band has come out of Hamstad is Roxette. I don't know if you've heard oh, of Oh, yes. 80s band. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, I had the song The Look. The Look. It must have been love. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where I'm from. Uh, but, you know, when I grew up, there were lots of, you know, indie bands, guitar bands. Uh, not that much electronic music that I knew of, at least. You know, I got into, you know, playing guitar and being in bands and, yeah, I played some gigs, nothing major. Very good. Yeah. What song means the most to you and why? Of my own songs? Yes. Of my own songs, I guess, I mean, I think probably the song I Wanna Go means the most to me. And that is because it's the song that has changed my life, I guess. Because, you know, it seemed like it seems like a song that people has connected with. And thanks to that song, I can, you know, tour the world and make music and pay rent. <laughs> so uh, that's the most important to me and means the most. Yeah. I mean, when I wrote it as well, I felt it was a special song and really liked it from the get go. So, yeah, that has to be the one. <laughs> right on. Kind of a boring answer somehow because, you know, feels expected and that's what counts i mean you know like it's not a boring answer very well put but uh, yeah that's the way i feel so very nice i rarely go back and listen to my old material because i just you know i just want to move on and get to the next level and make new stuff so i listen to everything a lot up until i release it but i really do love my newest album 101 as well because it feels like it's a feeling i was really struggling with making something that i liked 
or making something for myself because I had this idea that I had to make something that other people would like. But um, yeah, somehow I got over that and made 101, which was pretty life-changing as well. Uh, so yeah, Thanks. those are the songs I love to play live as well, the new ones. Yeah, so you mentioned um, that 101 was very life-changing. Yeah. How was it life-changing? I mean, I really felt that I was stuck in, you know, I was just like writing tiny bits and pieces of music, but I really, I couldn't really make anything that I was happy with, so I just decided to, you know, scrap everything. I actually made four albums that never got released. Wow. Just threw them away, which was pretty stupid. <laughs> but you know, that's, I just did that because that's what I felt was the right thing to do at the at the time. Felt that I had to <laughs> get out of the rabbit hole and do something, so start started working on what later became 101 so yeah I guess I started doing that in 2016 and it were, was released in August 2017 so it was a pretty quick process altogether mm -hmm. just all the writing and recording and, and things like that so yeah I really felt like yes I'm back <laughs> yeah it was like an aha moment for you yeah exactly and I learned a lot from it as well you know definitely became a better songwriting writer during the process of writing that album very great Recently, you put out a new song, mm -hmm. collaboration with Elias Abed, yeah. Ace of Pentacles. Yes. How did that all come about? That's a good question. I can't really remember right now, but I think that, I don't know if he contacted me or if I contacted him. I was in the United States and he's based in Chicago and uh, we decided to, you know, that I should come to Chicago and we should work on something. So I just went to Chicago and uh, stayed with him in his studio for a week. And we just wrote songs and, you know, had fun and talked about everything between, you know, heaven and hell and, <laughs> I don't know, life and death. That's great. Uh, so, yeah, we became really good friends and we just made some tracks and that's one of the tracks that we made. And it's actually one of the, one, one of my favorite projects I've ever done. So I'm super happy that we did that. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we've got a couple of more tracks for the future as well. That would be yeah. amazing. Yeah. And what other artists have you collaborated with? I mean, I've been pretty bad at collaborating because I felt that I needed to figure out my own stuff first because, before I could start collaborating with other people. So my latest uh, collaboration is with Elias Habib. Uh, and before that, I did a um, collaboration with the Toronto-based artist Kylo. Mm -hmm. And the Kylo track is very dope, too. Thank you. <laughs> I'm super happy with that one, too. Yeah, so it's great to, you know, be able to do co collaborations and meeting people, making new friends mm -hmm. and making new music. That's what it's all about. It is. <laughs> what are some of your musical influences? I listen to a lot of music. I try to listen to music that doesn't sound like the music I want to make because if I do, I just end up stealing everything. Mm -hmm. For the tour, we actually started a playlist. We asked people to add their fa uh, favorite music to our playlist, just so we could get, you know, new influences and uh, not having to choose music. Yeah. <laughs> That's so difficult. So I just got to hear a bunch of new music, which was great. I'm pretty much listening to everything from uh, old jazz to Drake, Actually, I've been listening a lot to uh, my friend's band, Iris Temple. They're from Chicago. They live together with uh, Elias Abid. So I got to meet them as well when I was in Chicago, and they're great. So yeah, Iris Temple. Check that out. Okay. <laughs> so if you were to have dinner with an artist, alive or dead, mm. who would that be and why? 
probably Michael Jackson because uh, I don't know I've always liked Michael Jackson and I really want to know who he was and you know everything the whole story yeah <laughs> what happened who was he I have always loved his music and I think he was a great performer and you know yeah Michael Jackson Definitely. Very good. Yeah, I mean, you cannot <laughs> go wrong with Michael Jackson, the king of pop. You have to listen to his music. I think he's great. Story about him and who he was and, you know, what he did. I, I would love to know what was true, what was not true, what, what was he like. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it would, would be cool to eat dinner with him, with, uh, you know, be, yeah. hang out and talk. Yeah, just talk about music and yeah. life. Yeah, maybe I could learn something. <laughs> maybe he could learn something from me as well. Yeah. <laughs> maybe not. What message do you hope people will get out of your music? I want to make music that people can interpret in their own way, I think. I would say myself that my songs sound happy, but they're not necessarily happy. So some kind of bittersweet, happy, sad feeling you know just crying out of happiness something like that that's that's the feeling I'm you know not looking for maybe but that's what I feel when I make my songs but I really want people to you know find their own message or meaning behind my songs so yeah I just want people to to listen to them and feel something mm -hmm. and even if they you know if they hate it it's okay that's a feeling too <laughs> I just want them to, you know, to feel something. Yeah. No, there's no deeper meaning behind any of my songs, unfortunately. Sometimes I wish that I was like, you know, a bit more deep, but I guess I'm, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to write lyrics that people can, you know, interpret their own way and make their own story out of. What has been the most unique show you've ever played and why? Ooh, good question. <laughs> <laughs> I've played loads of really unique shows. Uh, some have been unique in a really good way, others in a really bad way. What I feel is the most unique is when several people, like, you know, maybe 50 to 100 people sing along to your tracks. They know your lyrics, they know your songs. They, you know, they smile and they dance and they hug each other. When that happens, that's always a, a unique feeling. I can't really, you know, come up with one show in particular. But then the, some shows I've done when I first started, unique in a really bad way. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing, for example. People had no idea what I was <laughs> doing or supposed to do. And, you know, it was just pretty terrible. But yeah, I just when people are just singing along. That's the weirdest and coolest thing. Yeah, it's an aha moment. It is. And it makes you feel good too. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. and it's good for the psyche, good for the soul. It's crazy because when I make music, I don't count on anyone to listen to it. Mm -hmm. So just going on tour and realizing that lots of people actually care about my music and it means something to them. They know the lyrics, they come to my show, you know, they support me. That's unbeatable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is unbeatable. I mean, you know, people go to concerts as a form of like therapy mm. or, you know, to escape sadness or whatnot. And to be able to watch an artist and sing along to their music makes them feel good. Yeah, it's, yeah, definitely. I mean, I feel the same way when I go watch a band, but that's a really cool feeling. Used to seeing it from the, 
performer's perspective, I guess, even though I perform a lot. <laughs> Another really fascinating thing about going to a show and seeing live music is discovering a new artist that they've never heard of before and enjoying the artist's music. I think personally, when I go to a show, that's one of my favorite things. Yeah, I love to go to shows where I don't expect anything. Exactly. I just show up and check it out, literally. And, uh, and it turns out and great. Exactly. And I'm like, wow. I need to get the music, I need to listen to it right now, put it on all my playlists, spread the, I need to, you know, spread the word and hopefully people feel that and they go to my concerts <laughs> instead of like, whoa. <laughs> on the tour, you're heading to Texas. Yeah. Are you pretty stoked for that? Yeah, that's going to be great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, so I've done South by Southwest a couple of times before, uh, but now... On this tour, we're visiting some new places as well. So we've already played Dallas, actually. Um, and I've played Austin before. And tomorrow we're going to El Paso, which is going to be great. Never been there. I don't know what to expect. And then we're going to San Antonio, which is going to be great because I know that I have fans there. That's good. Uh, which is crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's... Just so nice to be able to do this tour and to be here. Yeah. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And you mentioned you played at South by Southwest. Yeah. What was that experience like? It was pretty intense. First time I was there, we played um, eight shows in four days. That was interesting. It was like, because you know, you hear about all those bands that go to South by and they play as many shows as possible. But after doing that, I realized that it's not that much about playing shows. It's more about just being there and being able to talk to people and, you mm -hmm. know, meet other bands and people in the industry, fans, friends, you know, random crazy people <laughs> on the streets or just hanging out with people. I think that's worth a lot more than doing loads of shows. Um, last year, I decided to just do one official show and just, you know, try to do that show and obviously do my best and everything and try to make people come out to it, but then just be there and hang out. That made it a really cool experience just to, you know, literally experiencing the whole thing instead of just running around trying to figure out where to go, mm -hmm. <laughs> where to play, <laughs> where's the sound guy, what's <laughs> happening, like, <laughs> you know, getting from place A to, to B and chaos you know you mentioned you know talking to fans talking to people mean people yeah people in the industry and all that that is one of the biggest memories that you can have absolutely and very meaningful too i think that's for me that's really meaningful um especially on a festival like that because everyone is there and you know it's just just walk around, talk to people, hang out, drink a beer or whatever you drink. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, just meet people. I think that's super interesting. And I've actually discovered some cool bands and made lots of friends that I would never have made otherwise. South Bay is cool, but it's chaos. <laughs> <as well. I> <laughs> Tons of people. Tons of people, yeah. yeah. Do you hope to like one day play... Coachella or Desert Days? I haven't really thought about it. I mean, sure, it would be great. But I think I like doing, you know, 
festivals are great, but I love touring. I think touring is is loads of fun. Um, having just a nice touring party that you travel with, hang out with, and you go from city to city <laughs> and just, you know, do your thing. I think that is amazing. Um, so, yeah, that's like, that's what I love to do. And also just like continuing writing music. If Coachella or Desert Days or any other festival wants mm -hmm. to invite me, feel free to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. And... Um... Yeah, you know, I mentioned touring, you know, discovering new places and, you know, maybe do a little bit of sightseeing along the way. Yeah. It's really neat, too. Definitely. I mean, just so experiencing yeah. the various venues so, as well. Exactly. So on this tour, for example, we haven't been able to do that much sightseeing because we've had really long drives. But just even the smallest things. Uh, really does a lot like this for example wow. and I saw this giant cactus <laughs> in the middle of nowhere today we just had to stop and get a picture absolutely with it. <laughs> I mean it's a cactus in the middle of nowhere you have to so yeah that's <laughs> yeah that's the perfect uh it's like yeah <laughs> it's like the highlight of Arizona basically I know, I like know. That's what I felt taking too. a picture with the cactus <laughs> pictures of you know different landmarks yeah. like whether it's a cactus or like in florida the world's tallest gator which is like <laughs> fake it's a florida yet but i'll do that when i get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah definitely yeah just have fun you know that's all it's about yeah is we've just had one proper day off on this tour um so we actually decided to go to the grand tetons national park which was amazing. So that was a great experience, although we didn't have that much time to experience mm -hmm. everything, but still just being able to be there and check it out, it was it was great. So yeah. That's great. And you're on tour with Boohoo. What are they like? They're really good people. Feels like we're a little family now. It's, uh, yeah. I'm definitely gonna miss them when this tour is over. No, but they're they're great people. They're from Austin, and uh, so before this tour, I went there and stayed with them for a little while. Had my own little room in their house. And, oh, that's uh, nice. Felt like I was their little son. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and then we've just been traveling together, and it's it's been really smooth. That's good. We've, we're getting along and having fun and helping each other. So it's just like it should be with friends. Exactly. Well put. I wonder what they're going to say about me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they'll be He's terrible. <laughs> nah. Be like, he's great. So. <laughs> Anything else you want to ask me? Um, yeah. How can people find out more about your music? People can find me on Spotify. Go in and follow me on Spotify, Summerheart. Um, Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud, Summerheart. Just... Go in and follow me and listen to my music. Yeah, and you mentioned Instagram. What is really cool that you do is do these little Instagram videos yeah. <laughs> while you're on tour yeah. and heading to, you know, city to city, state to state. And yeah. it's really neat because it gives 
you know, people kind of like insight as to what the places look like. Exactly. Absolutely. And they see like, you know, I just want to show a little bit what it's like touring, just the inside of the car, what we see, mm -hmm. the roads we travel on and, you know, exactly what places look like. And uh, it's like a little tour diary for my friends. That's how it started. I actually started doing a Tumblr. Uh, that was password protected and I just uploaded pictures for my friends to see. Um, but then when Instagram stories came, I was just like, uh, I'm going to do Instagram stories now. <laughs> yeah. Because it kind of disappears, which I like. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, gotta love Instagram. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> and yeah, it makes the touring experience even more special too. I think so too, yeah. Yeah, adds a big element to everyday life on tour. Yeah. Thank you so much for letting me interview you, and good luck tonight, and good luck on the rest of the tour. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. Special thanks to David Alexander, Summer Heart. Next up, I am going to play you some Summer Heart music. Starting things off with Summer Heart's I Wanna Go.
that was Summer Heart with I Wanna Go. Up next is this next song I'm gonna play is a collaboration with Summer Heart and Elias Abid. It is Ace of Pentacles. I know we're always on the run, but we don't ever need to stop. For you is Summer Heart featuring Kylo. It is Subside.
Summer Heart featuring Kylo with Subside. Okay, that wraps up this episode of Hitting the High Note. I'm your host, Kevin Cusack. Until next time, have a groovy day.